Hey guys, we are back, we are live, and I've got a snuffly nose. Um, we are on Polymaths episode 24, and with me tonight is Mr. Ashley Callum. Um, but he's not actually with me, he's on the other side of the UK. Well, yeah, three hours away. Is that, does that count as the other side? I, I guess know. it is. I don't know whether you can be the other side from Derby, because I'm pretty much in the middle. So, but anyway, we are... Skyping over, we're, we're Skyping, we're Skyping over a podcast, we're podcasting over Skype, so... So we're hoping it works. Yeah, hopefully mm. the um, the audio will be okay, we shall see. Um, my name is Chris Frossin, you can find me on Twitter at, at Chris Frossin, um, you can find me on Facebook, Chris Frossin Photography or Chris Frossin on Facebook, you can find me on Instagram, I'm Chris Frossin everywhere basically, uh, unless you go on Steam, in which case I'm Diablo, I think, but <laughs> anyway... Steam. Yeah, um, yeah. You can find me on uh, Ashley. You can find me on uh, at Calisthenics UK uh, on Facebook as Ashley Callum and Calis- uh, Complete Calisthenics. Uh, all those sorts of things, all those sorts of places. Do you still frequent your um, author page? Uh, oh, not for a while. Actually, I need to. I need to put. A, I published another book, didn't I? I? Need to upload that. Actually, um, no. I do need to go on there. Oh, but there's, you have different ones for the UK and the US and, and other things, so it's difficult to keep. Everything in one place, actually. Yeah. When I was on. What book did you publish? The uh, archery one. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah but that wasn't under AF Milan, was it? No, no, no. Okay. No, yeah, so that, that was, yeah, I've got two author pages in, yeah. Cool. It's a bit confusing. And, um, yeah, you can find you can find the Polymath um, on Twitter as well. We are a Polymath cast, uh, at Polymath cast. Um, feel free to drop us a follow and send us a message and... If you go onto iTunes, you should be able to leave us a review as well. And give us a massive five-star thumbs up, because we're awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, five stars. Five stars. It's the way forward. Right. Um, subjects for this week. Ashley, what is number one on what you've been up to this week, or last week, or the week before? Well, I've got, been a, few, I've got a few, really, but um, I was in London yesterday. Um, oh, were you? Yeah. Can't you get yeah. that quiet from me? You normally tell me everything. I told you. <laughs> you just don't read your text messages. Oh, is that you? what it was? I'm read them in about you know point one of a uh, you know point one of a second. Um, no, my um, my publisher asked me a while ago. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. About I've got the ideas message. about um, uh, uh, about doing like a gym diary that you can record your workouts, you know, like a workout log. Um, and I'd had some ideas down, you know, on on the computer and stuff. And I've got. I've got numerous, you know, tens and tens of files, you know, just sort of ideas. It might just be a single sentence or something written out in a in a Word document and then saved and forgotten about. Um, so I started to give it a, a bit of thought, went on Amazon and, and went on some bookstore websites and things and tried to see what was out there. Um, some of the, some of the ones selling really well. There's one on the US one that's got about 350 50 odd reviews, sells really well. Cool. Um, and John knows the guy that, that uh, wrote it and published it, a Canadian guy. Um, so I thought I had a look and I thought I could probably try and improve on what they've what they've got there, you know. Because yeah. um, you don't always know that the, the people coming or writing these books are coming from a fitness or strength training background. Um, so uh, yeah, and just t- took a big list of all of all of the negative reviews or the negative points, you know. Um, and just start to put some stuff together, um, and then met uh, John and um, his business development manager yesterday in London. In uh, where, did we, where did we meet again? Victoria Street, Victoria Station. Okay. Um, in Spoons there, so it was a nice sort of couple of hours, hour chat. You know, really productive. Um, so we've got the green light for that. So I'm just putting sort of the finishing touches on it. Really, um, it hasn't really taken me long to 
um, put together. Fantastic. Um, especially because it's just got to be a, a very logical, thought out, concise format. Um, you know, you don't you don't want any fluff in there or any you know any text that you can afford to get away. Yeah, to, no distractions. To, yeah, exactly. No distractions. You know, any text you can afford to delete, you just delete because people are just wanting to you know um, uh, write these things. Um, but yeah, I came up with a couple of decent ideas that I, that I thought might be might be good to have in. So, um, so in that... terms of a diary, is it a is it very very specific in terms of January the first, January the second, or is it just a no, blank week? I did think I did think two about blank that, weeks um, to start with, but then I thought, well, it it would limit it to, to those yep. things, and yep. pe- pe- some people do two three times a week, some people do, people do two sessions um, a day, you know, five days a week, yep. and, and so, so it's more a session diary. Basically, yeah, cool. yeah. But you've got, you know, I thought, well, you'd obviously need room in there to write the date and all the other essentials that you're going to need to write. Um, but then, you know, there, there's some diaries that have sort of room for reps and weight, but not for set time or not for, not for the amount of time that you rest. Um, some some of the diaries only had space for kind of like three sets, um, whereas one other had like space for six. Uh, but the one that had space for six sets didn't have any room for writing down nutrition. Okay. Um, another, another diary that had nutrition had sort of space for three meals when, you know, one of the negative reviews was, well, a lot of people eat five or six smaller meals. Um, yeah, yeah. Just stuff like that, really, you know, just trying to really knuckle down and, and get the purest kind of gym diary that we that we can. Um so I'm sending off tomorrow for some create space samples. I'm going to start testing those quite thoroughly. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I'm obviously going to send you one. I'll send my friend Casey one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you people that I know that, that train quite regularly. Um, yeah, I'm killing so, it in so the gym so at the moment. So yeah, definitely get one over to me. I'll happily uh, yeah, fill yeah. that um, and see how it goes. We're going to we're going to try and go for an A5 uh, ring bound um, style. Oh, that's uh, smart. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just so it lays flat, and then if you want to rip pages out of stuff like that, you know, yeah. it's just it's just better. Or if you want to fold it over so it just becomes one A5 side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. size you can, you know. Um, I mean, most, nearly 99% of the, the ones we, we saw and we bought were, were ring-bound. Because yeah. um, when, you, when you kind of threw the, the, uh, the first initial idea of, I'm going to do a gym diary, it was like, it only took about five, ten minutes for me to think, oh, I could do a photography diary. In terms of set out, set out oh, yeah. uh, targets for what you could do every day, and you, you could take it one step further, and like, uh, but that would that would have to be a, a year diary because then you could list. Well, it wouldn't have to be, but you could list like sun, sunrise and sunset um, if it was just in the UK and and spring times and and tips. Oh, it's it's turning into autumn. Make sure you go and get you autumn photos and there's a meteor shower this night, etc., etc., etc. Um, See so, that sounds that sounds really good, yeah. I mean, that one you would do yearly, wouldn't you? Really, it'd be like, you know, be a, a photographer would buy that um, at the start of the year, like they would buy a normal work or yeah, um, yeah. It'd be interesting to see what what different kind of layouts. And I've I've got a page, I've got a page in my um, in my scribbly notebook um, on ideas. So it'd be interesting to see whether you could take it into a, like a, a photography session diary or a, a year diary. Um, and which one would be the strongest? Um, because obviously, sunrise and sunset changes across across the world, uh, the times and everything. It even changes latitude and longitude, all that. So it wouldn't be a hundred percent accurate. Um, so maybe the session diary might be the way to go on that one. Just planning out a, a fifty-two week or a fifty-week 
um, photography plan or something. Um, mm. But that that would be that would be kind of a cool thing to do as well. So definitely something I'll, cool, yeah. I will adventure and uh, tackle at some point. That that sounds mm. really good though. So how far have you got in terms of developing on that one? Because I think you're you're pretty much there, aren't you, in terms of sending it off and getting it's, the mock up. It's in. really done. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get the mock. I'm going to get the mock up sent. Um, uh, tomorrow. Um, I mean, I've been. I must have been working on it since. When did When did John ask me to do it? Um, at least since probably Christmas, maybe. Um, yeah. yeah, on and off. I mean, I've got four or five projects on the go that have got sort of simultaneously at the moment. So you know, fitting between between different ones. Uh, but it's come together pretty quickly. You know, I, I knew in my mind what I what it needed to have. Um, what it could. I mean, I've added I've added a, a couple of bits uh, last week or so. Um, so it, I thought it would be very, very useful to have a, a table or a, a couple of tables where you could work out your one rep max um, without actually having to do a one rep max. Oh, okay. So there's lots of things online where you can kind of like, um, you know, there's a, there's a few guys that have worked out formulas and they've done you know, research papers on this and they come, they come out with slightly different numbers. Um, but say if, you, say if you want to do a squat one rep max, it's quite difficult to do unless you've got a decent spotter. Yeah, um, I, I know all know, about that at the moment. Time. Sorry? I know all about that at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing, unless you... It, it's not inherently dangerous going for one rep max, but it is more dangerous than going for, you know, doing 10 reps. Because yes. the weight's so much higher. You know, it's, it's just simple sort of physics. You know, simple biology. Um, so, you know, there, there's charts and, and formulas to work out what your projected one rep max would be if you could do, you know, um, 70 kilos for five reps, say. You know, it would work out your... So I've done a bit... I haven't... I wasn't able to find it anyway. It took me ages to do because the formula um, mechanic I was using, I could only do it manually. Um, so I've got a big chart um, with lots of different weights um, and anywhere from sort of two to ten reps. Okay. And it will give you a, a pretty good estimation of your uh, one rep max. Um, so that's sort of like table one or, or, or part one. Um, I've got another part that comes after that that is uh, some charts or four different charts, both in pounds and kilos for um, percentages of your one rep max. So if you do like a proper periodized program, or a lot of these programs like 531 or the, the Smolov routine and all these other, other things, you need to know percentages of your one rep max. Yep. So you might be asked to do 70% of your one rep max for three sets, yep. five reps. So that, um, that's what that's the one that James has told me that I should be doing. I think I'm doing 80% of my one rep max or the, the, my, yep. the, the highest one which I've done, which is 100 and, 112, I think. So yeah, I'm, there you I'm go. Yeah, yeah. So you just—it's just a way of proper, probably periodizing it. Um, okay. But that—that that sort of information is vital to have. It's very, very important. And for the sake of kind of like four to five pages, it is absolutely worth having it in there. Fantastic. You know, um, what do you say? Fantastic. Are you including any of the plans in there or are you letting other pe- are you letting the, the people who have got the book use their plans and make it fit into the diary? So is it just a, like a blank? There's yeah, no, it's there's more, no, it's there's more no, a blank thing. I mean, I, I, there's I no advice about, in there or anything. Yeah, I mean, I did think about what, what sort of, you know, could you include any simple programs, but it, it would... Be, it's kind of like, well, then where do you stop? Yeah. Do I include yeah. diet plans? Do I do like photos, examples of exercises? I thought, no, I'll just have it as a as a normal. Because then I suppose you could link in if you want to do some squats, 
get my squat book if you want to do so I suppose you could kind of link it in from there yeah exactly yeah I mean I've given examples of, of potential workouts you know but I've got a couple of pages where um, I show how to fill in the diary and I've done like an example with you know proper handwriting and stuff so just show how you would use it um, but then it would be up to the, up to the person yeah um, and I think it's, it's definitely able you know a complete beginner could use the diary it's pretty it's pretty self-explanatory and, and uh uh, but then, you know, an advanced person could use it as well, you know, because there's space for six sets. You know, there's, okay. there's space to put everything down. There's, 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 I've even got space there uh, for each meal, each of the six meals. I've even got a space for the macros, you know, your protein, fats and carbohydrates and grams, and then the totals for that day. Um, glasses of water drunk, you know, little boxes to tick. Just stuff like that, just, just to make, you know, the, the person's life as easy as possible. Fantastic. Um, no, that sounds really cool. I'll, I'll be um, interested to kind of get that and play around with it because I don't, that's one of the things I don't do. I try to keep, or I try to remember what reps and stuff I've done rather than kind of scribble it down, which I know is very bad and I shouldn't really be doing it. But um, yeah, it'd be well, interesting it just means to, you, to then scribble it down and, and have a little bit of a, a, a monitored progress. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. And, and also, it just means that you can plan ahead. You know, if, especially, I mean, I've got right at the top, I've also got, as well as the day and the date and the, and the time, the duration of things, I've also got a week number and a day number. So if your, you know, if your program is four weeks long, um, with sort of four workout days in each, within each week, you can just obviously number those in advance, right? Then you know what exercises you're going to be doing. Um, you can just write them out in advance and you, you just know, you know, and then you can just, you can just fill the numbers in once you get there. So you're not sort of faffing around and, and, you know, uh, uh, struggling really. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I've mostly been doing this week. Yeah. And, um, uh, the book I'm doing with Dave Smith as well. Um, that's the squat book. Yeah. Well, it will be four or five different exercises all weighted. Um, Oh, it's the, no, it's the one that's broken down. Weighted. Is it the one that's broken down into push and pull? Yes. But we, we, I, I did phone Dave the other day and say, maybe we should do kind of like one book. Um, I do think about doing a small series yeah. uh, just because it would be easier to differentiate the information. But then I thought that would make programming almost impossible. Ah, and, it, yeah, and, yeah, and, and it would actually cost somebody more to, to, to get the individual books if they wanted to get the series than if we just did one. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think we could, uh, and if we did four or five separate ones, we'd be repeating ourselves in terms of explaining equipment, um, mobility, and, and other things like that, really. Um, but that that could be a year away. There's a there's a lot of work to do on that one. <laughs> I imagine there would be. It sounds like a really complicated thing, anyway. And then um, it was we've got um, well we've we've had the idea anyway of doing um, our goal setting and and production planning little book. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. You, which, yeah, you, you contacted me. Well, you messaged me earlier, didn't you? Saying, yeah. Oh, we should do. We should we do, should do a, like because that, we, yeah, that was. Yeah. Uh, was it 2000 it was beginning of 2015 we did the goal setting exercise that um craig swanson uh, kind of ran and we were part of uh, which was just phenomenal and then obviously mm-hmm. over the year um i worked through the habits that you were trying to do every day or you, br- you break it down into the habits that you get to try and do every day um mm-hmm. and we've picked up various other little techniques and um production and timekeeping and other little bits and bobs so if we could kind of pop those into a into a, a book a structured book and 
see if we can get a production diary, um, mm. a little kind of daily thing, a little checklist. Here are your five things that, uh, or try and try and think of five things that you want to do at the beginning of the day, and that's your, that's going to be your morning routine and um, group all your group all the tasks that you need to do uh, for the day into logical things. So if you've got to make 15 phone calls, don't make 15 phone calls over the whole day. Make 15 phone calls in half an hour at the beginning of the day. So you group them up and you get them all done in half an hour sort of thing and just things like yeah. that. So that, that was the idea that I've got. So I'm going to, um, same same thing that you've done, I'm going to get that down to, into, well, it's be on pages because I'm on a Mac rather than Word. So I'll scribble it down onto pages and send you a copy Yeah, and see what you think yeah. and we'll go from there. So that should be quite cool as well. Yeah, so you can, I think you can, it'd be nice. I think it'd be nice to get it like concise. I know yeah. I did enjoy the goal setting with that, uh, you know, with, with Craig Swanson, but it was. Um, it was I sometimes found it was just, it was almost too much work. I was like having yes. to do a, a goal setting thing to actually do the goal setting. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> make tons of plan. Um, and I suppose we could, you know, we could definitely come up with. Uh, I mean, I've had some, some success myself with um, just time planning. I don't get it. Always get it right, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of. Uh, yeah, I think there's a few there's a few lessons that we could. Oh, definitely. That I've, that, I mean, breaking down. I mean, breaking down your day into into periods of time that you can manage. It's far easier to manage a an hour period or um, a ninety minute period of the day and, t- and decide what you're going to do in that ninety minute period rather than in the whole day. Um, mm, yeah. So yeah, definitely. That, that, that'll be time. be interesting to see how that can get laid out. Anyway, so that'll be. I'm quite excited to kind of get on with that. I've been buzzing all day for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I think it's just when you get stuff done, it's just it's just nice, isn't it? Really, you know, yeah. things come together. Um, I seem to. I think I. I don't know if you're saying I seem to be getting worse as I get older. You know, Siobhan's like, oh, don't take on any more projects. But then you sort of said that, and I'm like, oh yeah, you start to get ideas, and it's just not in a thousand a day. Well, that's um, where that's where the the management comes in. I mean, you, you don't get you don't get anywhere doing one thing. You've got to have if you have. If you have all these ideas, you've got to be able to prioritise. What was the... So my hero, in inverted commas, um, Chase Jarvis, did a, did a video um, the other week that um, was really quite interesting. It's like, busy is not success. Busy is a lack of priority. Was the, that was ah. the, so that was the opening line. If you're, if you're busy, then it means you, you, you haven't got any priority and, and um, logistical... Uh, logistic, logical process to what you're doing. You're just like running around like a headless chicken. You're, you're busy. So if somebody says, oh, "Are you busy?" It's like, "Oh yeah, I'm really busy. I've got work on." Well, you're not prioritizing and, and approaching things in a logical and, and sensible manner. Then, um, mm. and that kind of got me thinking straight away. But um, yeah, so that, uh, if we can get um, like a daily ritual diary um, out um, to help people. Or to help in production and um, what's the word? Productivity and creativity. And mm, um, yeah. I think that'd be I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I'd absolutely use something like that. You know, yeah, I would. I, mean, I already use like a you know, big A4 diary with a, yes. with a page per yep. day. Yeah. Um, just to write everything down in, and I, I just literally just tick boxes all day. That's that's what I do. Yeah. But it, it's I find just managing one thing at a time, and and I'm getting much better at thinking right. I can I can achieve all of those things before I used to either write too few or too many. Yes, yeah. Uh, and then I'd get a bit pissed off because I wasn't completing stuff. And it's it's no big deal because I still got I still achieved quite a lot in that day. Um, but I think there's something psychologically 
um, more healthy if you if you you know, write something down and you think yeah that's a decent amount of work and then you tick all the boxes and you're like yeah I, 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 that was a successful day you know it's a funny mindset I wonder how I wonder how you could instill that mindset because I think I, I I mentioned a couple of episodes ago how I'm in a place in my mind at the moment where I will I, I think I I use the phrase I will happily take the top off the kettle to fill it with water rather than pour it down the spout because it's because I've been in such a kind of comfortable place with everything that um, I've got that I feel like I've got the extra extra few seconds to do that rather than cheat sort of thing do you reckon it's because you what you're getting more efficient at just work in general just your productivity I think, I, um, I, I don't know whether it's efficiency in productivity I think it's more just having the mindset of okay well I need to get I need to do this I can procrastinate and think about doing it, or I can put it off until the afternoon, or I could spend five minutes now and do it, and then it's done. Mm. And it's that it's that mindset which is really difficult to explain, and it's it sounds so juvenile and stupid when you say it out like that. Well, I could just do it now and spend five minutes and do it now and get it done. Uh, you hear that all the time, but actually getting into that mindset, like I've I've got to. Um, uh, take photographs of the wheel bearing again. So I've got to set up I've got to set up a um a photo studio and take photographs of these wheel bearings. I took a photo of the wheel bearings. I've got uh, new ones for my Galant and um they've come and they're really shiny and I'm a complete sucker for anything like engineering and precision. So mm. as soon as they came I was like oh, I need to photograph these. So straight away went downstairs, set it up um, got a photograph and then photoshopped uh, my web address engraving on the bearing, so it was really cool. So that's going to be the first photo in my in a new portfolio series, which I'm doing for my website. Um, but I've got to, uh, or I'm going to re-photograph the bearing um, on a different background. Um, so I'm going to do that tomorrow. Um, but um, yeah, it's just it's just okay. I need to photograph this. I've got an idea. I could, if I photograph this in this particular way I could then engrave my initial on it okay let's do it it took I think me... it's it's having that confidence is it I mean yeah. the podcast has definitely helped but I think it's as I've well I think we've said numerous times that the podcasts are so good because we talk ourselves into doing things <laughs> during the podcast well I think it's and as well it's it's reasons you run out of reasons for not doing not it not doing it yeah exactly so it's kind of like you know, I thought I thought to myself, well, I don't really know enough about biomechanics, uh, you know, in the way levers work to write a book um, as in depth as the one I want to write. But Dave Smith does. Yeah. And Dave Smith hasn't necessarily written uh, in a bookish style before, but obviously I have, and I can do that. I, I you know, I spend a lot of my time now, even subconsciously, if I read something, I, I'll deconstruct it. And, figure out oh, cool. ways I would change it, what's oh, okay. wrong about it, how it'd read better. Um, even, you know, novels, non-fiction stuff, oh. the newspaper, whatever, you know. Don't read any of my um, books then, you'll be, you'll be having a field day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but so, uh, so it's, then it's not a problem, whereas before, maybe even a few months before, I would have been like, oh, well, I, I don't know enough about that subject, so I wouldn't really feel comfortable writing about it, because it could be, it, 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 I could easily come unstuck. I could get it um, wrong. Yeah, that's that's something I, that's something I don't like doing either. It is is you know I'm kind of like I kind of like the anti 
Kanye West. <laughs> the anti Kanye. <laughs> you know what I mean, there, there is such a thing as just being. It's just much better just to be like on the down low and just. Yeah. In my in my opinion, anyway, I like I like being like that. I don't like being the center of attention. So I, I don't talk, like being uh, loud or, or 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 anything like that. You know, um, I just think a lot of times that those sorts of people have the least to say. Yeah, um, yeah. And even if they had a lot Kanye to say, Kanye West doesn't have anything to say, does he? No, no, and it's. it's yeah, so I think it's uh, yeah. As as I as I get older and older, I mean, God knows what I'll be like in twenty years' time. I, I suppose it will just be good. Anything that I want to do, I'll just find a way of doing it, or find a way of learning how to do it. Yeah, a friend of mine. I was um, driving home um, last night after um, after something that I was doing last uh, yesterday evening, and um, the day before, a friend of mine said that the full moon was it, well. It was the full moon that night. It was particularly um, bright and really clear and I was kind of hoping that it was going to be clear last night um, so I could take a photograph of the moon and because um, for some reason I, I seem to prefer a little bit of shadow on the moon rather than the full moon because uh, it looks slightly less pristine and how you expect it to sort of thing mm. um, so anyway it was it was really bright last night so I took a photograph of that last night and um, I popped it up on social media um, later on and just put, what was the quote I put on it? Stop being afraid of what might go wrong and start being excited about what might go right or what could go right. And um, yeah, in, yeah. A, in action, that's, I mean, yeah, what does Arnie call it? He just don't, is it, I suppose it's a, it's a similar sort of thing. Don't be afraid to fail. You can't yeah, not don't be do afraid to fail. Because, you know, yeah. Um, Arnie's rules. I think, I think, I think a lot of people, I mean, I've been reading about, um, I can't remember the girl's name now, but she, the, basically the story was that she... she Mira Bumbleback. What, uh, San Francisco? <laughs> no idea. I don't know. Oh, I, thought, <laughs> I thought that sounded like it could be a name. <laughs> this uh, this, this um, college graduate in, uh, living in San Francisco okay. um, was working for... Uh, was it, is it Just Eat or Eat24 or something as, as, as part of the call centre or, or media type? Okay. Uh, side, or maybe right. to the call centre side, and was told that right. Well, you have to work in this this sort of thing for a year before you get a chance at going into the media side of things. But which we she sort of did her English literature or, or journalism degree in. Um, she and she wrote. Uh, she did a blog post. It was an open letter to the CEO. Yeah. Of of whatever you know, that bought the company for sort of three hundred million dollars or whatever, and it's basically just a just a rant about how it was so expensive to live in San Francisco, and she's paying twelve hundred dollars a month for um, an apartment, and she could barely afford to pay the rent and and all this sort of stuff. Um, oh, is this the one who said, "Well, have you ever thought about taking a second job?" No, no. I mean, uh, it was quite. I mean, probably five five percent of the responses were, were positive. The rest were just, you know. It's just you're just a whinging millennial. Right. It must be this new term, millennial. You know. Um, Where does that come I, from? It just seemed to have appeared. I don't know, and it's kind of like this. This. I mean, we get it over here. You know, this this sense of entitlement. I mean, we've spoken yeah. about it before. But oh, we're all lots of people are saying this completely obvious things. You know, if you knew that your rent was twelve hundred twelve hundred dollars a month, and you know that you're only bringing in say sixteen hundred dollars a month from your job, that's crazy. You're not going to leave yourself enough uh, yeah. for anything, you know. So other people are saying, well, I live in San Francisco in the same sort of area, but I pay $200 a month because I've got together with some friends and we have a, 
uh, an apartment share. Yeah. Uh, basically just, you know, we, we sleep on couches and, and mattresses and, and whatever, you know, because you have to. Because San Francisco is a very expensive city to live in. There was a conversation that my friends had down in Bristol, similar, sim- very similar kind of thing, and it was it was along the lines of, I don't know, I I I really want to work on my car, but I haven't got any money. I, I I can't afford to work on my car, and obviously I've got lots of friends who are car nuts and love kind of fiddling and and changing and restoring or modifying and etc etc etc. And um, this one person was like, oh, I just haven't got any money. I don't know how you guys do it. And one of them turned around and said, well, I live in a very, very small apartment. Um, it's only got two rooms, so the rent is completely minimal. Um, I don't eat particularly lavishly, so I'll quite happily have noodles and, and baked beans and things like that. But because of all that, I have money to spend on my car. And it's yeah. like, well, if you, if you want something, if you want something um, enough, then you will make sacrifices elsewhere to make mm. that happen um, yeah. until you're in a position where the sacrifices don't have to be made again, which has happened to a number of my friends. So they've, they've, they've been making sacrifices to try and make something happen. And they're, and now they're in a position where they can get what they were sacrificing back into their life and carry on from there. And it's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's exactly right, isn't it? I mean, it is I, think it's, um, I don't understand where, I mean, that, that sort of drive and, and um, common sense, you know, mentality is, is in a lot of people. Yeah. But it, se- it seems not to be in a lot of people as well. I mean, you do come across, you know, oh, you know, the world owes me living or the government owes me living or... Or, or Mark Zuckerberg owes, owes me, what was it? What did Kanye want? Did he want $53 million or something? Oh, do it, what, I is he in debt he's, he's, Matt, he's Yeah, I, I, I can't remember... He's something like $53 million in debt and he's asked Zuckerberg to give him some money or invest in him or something, aren't they? Load of rubbish. Anyway, we always seem to end up with the Kardashians on this podcast. We're going to have to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mention the Kardashians. <laughs> you mentioned, you mentioned Kanye sense. first. You mentioned Kanye first. I'm blaming you. <laughs> well, no, I, was just, I, was, I was trying to think of you know, someone that's just, just all mouth. And, yeah, and he, then, yeah, and he clearly yeah. pops straight into your head. You got something about Kanye and Drew, yeah? Yeah, Kanye West, as I call him. Um, no, I mean, <laughs> it's strange, isn't it? I, I don't know. I, I don't know what what will change it. I mean, I'm not really sure. It, it's perhaps because people are so used to having having things. They're so used to having a right. Well, I can have a I can have a phone. Yeah. And they're so they're so used to seeing other people with with stuff, you know, with a new car or something. Yeah, the car uh, things. I, are funny. I see, I, I I see loads when, of people with new cars. I don't know when that I'm started. Thinking, because I think how much are you paying for that new car? Exactly. I don't know when. I don't Every know when the, the the <laughs> finance thing started with cars because everybody's first car or second car used to be an old grotty like Ford Fiesta or a Mini or something. Uh, yeah. If you're in America, you don't know what a Ford Fiesta is. It's a really really small tiny oh, I think they have in the states don't they? Um, yeah. yeah of course they do but um, yeah it changed a few years ago and that now everybody seems to have a brand new Vauxhall Astra on finance because they can afford it well well yeah but it's a hell of a lump out of your wage every year yeah. uh, every and month no, no one owns owns anything anymore no. they don't own these cars they they, they lease them they lease them for three years and then give it back and, uh, and it's weird and it's people it's a bit funny, like a turn up in like a you know battered old Corolla and stuff. Well, there was one of there was one of the. Well, they'll, they'll, um, they'll, they'll be like you know you uh, you must be doing all right, Ash. You know, but why don't you get a nicer car? I was like, well, why would I? 
I was like, no, 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 I can't yeah, afford a GTI. You have a conversation yeah. with people, you, know, <laughs> you say, how much do you pay, how much do you pay for your car every month? Oh, you know, like 500 quid, and then obviously you've got the petrol in it and insurance and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, well, I paid 800 quid for my car. Yeah. It costs nothing to run because it's, a, it's it, it, you know, it, it, it doesn't cost, it's just like 50, 60 miles a gallon. It's that's not very exactly heavy. What, um, it's, if I put the seats down, it's got a massive boot. Yeah. I mean, we've just gone and picked up a couple of chairs today. I fit two two big recliner chairs in the back of it and a little table. Um, all the electrics work on it. It doesn't fit. It never fails its MOT. T- cheap to tax, cheap to insure, and I own it. Yeah. And it's not gonna it's not gonna lose loads of money. I no, mean, if, if I if I not. sold it in a couple of years for four hundred quid, I mean, you know, you'd be lucky. Um, but I can't. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand the mentality. I mean, that was the uh, thing. Uh, David Lloyd, one of the coaches at David Lloyd, just got a, a, a bought a. We're talking years ago. Had bought a new BMW and he was so proud about it. And then he told me how much he was paying every month, and I was like, "Mate, my car cost that." And yeah. It's, it's like you're, <laughs> you're buying one of my cars every month to run the car that you've got. I'm not going to mention any names because it's not it's not uh, not necessary. I could, I could probably guess. But um, yeah, it was ridiculous. And and the the Volvo that I've just had, I bought that for four hundred and fifty pounds, and I sold it uh, just before Christmas for four hundred and fifty pounds. So it's cost me the price of insurance and petrol to run it, which yeah. is is ridiculous. Um, and like the Jaguar, I mean, you know, you're never stranded on the side of the road, were you? No, no, it never broke down. No, exactly. broke down. I, mean, I don't really see many people break down these days. Um, no, and when I, I've got the MOT done, a, you know, you know, a couple of months ago, or whatever, for the for the Corolla, and the guy was like, "Yeah, he said just needs a bit of a service, but it's yeah. a good little runner. Everything works. It will do. That will go on forever, like I told you when you bought it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not going to it's not going to break down. Um, cool. And there's no there's no point. I don't know. Yeah, I really really can't understand what where this. Where this thing has come from? I, mean, I I hate owing money or, or being in debt or anything like that. Uh, I mean, sometimes it's you know sometimes you have to do these things. You know, if you, if you so if you, oh yeah, mortgage is obviously the big one. If you go for a yeah. mortgage, yeah. unless you're extremely uh, you know fortunate and, and done very well for yourself, you but you're going to have to borrow money off of off of some sort of bank or financial institution because you just can't, you can't you know. Uh, but but even then, there's options. You can you can get a very very small place, or you can get a place that's yeah. Everybody has, has a no choice. Needs a lot you of have work a choice. Yeah. You know, you have a uh, choice to make. You can save a little bit and then put some effort into the house to renovate it, or you can not and and buy something that's already done and all finished, and it's going to be more expensive. But everybody's got that choice, and it's whether they're willing to make the effort, put the effort into uh, to save a bit, sort of thing. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of keeping up with the Joneses, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, what what did what the American what the American saying be? They don't they don't really have that saying, do they? But um, it's all very different over there, isn't it? Because it's the, the houses are so so much more readily available in terms of the price to put up a house is is very very little because it's all made of wood. The predominantly yeah. predominantly, if you get if you're going out into the suburbs, at least. Um, they're all wooden, wooden constructs and wooden builds. Yeah, um, so yeah I know some of the Canadian houses we saw were absolutely incredible. I yeah. mean, like the place we stayed oh, in. I love the stuff. There's, a, there's, a, there's one in Boston that's um, down the road from my auntie's house, or it used to be. Um, she's moved now. But um, it was a, called a split-level ranch. So it had a door in the centre, uh, and when you walked in, um, the floor went up to the living room and down to the kitchen immediately from, from, the, from the door. 
uh, and it oh, just wow. looked so different and and cool and simple and th- there was there was no no excess or anything it wasn't it wasn't particularly large because it was it was obviously this split so that it went down into the kitchen which was obviously cut into the floor a little bit um i'm sure everybody over in america knows what i'm talking about because it's a it's an american thing the split split level ranch it was really really cool mm. right any yeah. parting uh, thoughts before we uh, give a virtual high five and uh, and head off uh, oh, I'm not sure actually I've got loads more to talk about we'll have to save them won't we we'll have to save them for the next uh, yeah we'll save them for the next one next episode we'll give, yeah. you, give you a virtual high five make sure guys yeah. that you are being productive and don't put off five minute jobs because it makes you feel good if you do a five minute job it makes you feel good you get it, it does, done yeah. and then you that's, that's you're a like very good buzzing job, for the rest of the day parting thought that was there you go good, yeah. get your five minute job done right give me a virtual high five ka-ching yeah. <laughs> right, catch you later. Cheers, guys. I will see you, see you at episode 25. Goodbye. <laughs>